of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Listeners, and welcome to the Active Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones continuing today the Psalm Project. And uh, we have covered Psalms 1 and 2. And uh, this week we will be doing 3 and 4. And so today is Psalm 3. Wednesday will be Psalm 4. Um, I have to tell you, just looking into these Psalms and preparing my commentary has been beneficial to me. I've mentioned that the Book of Psalms is probably my favorite. A book in the Bible, and um, I don't think it's a coincidence that a, a book used for uh, songs of praise to God is right in the middle of Scripture, because our lives revolve around worship. That is the purpose of the Christian life. The purpose of the Christian life is not missions, it is not evangelism. Um, those exist because worship does not. And so here we are, moving to Psalm Three, um, <clears throat> Psalm three is is, and you'll see this in Psalm four as well. Um, the these are both psalms that are written in times of distress, and and your Bible perhaps says this. Uh, I have an e, a, a Reformation Study Bible, which is ESV, uh, and it is titled "Save Me, O God." And uh, there's a note that says it's a Psalm of David when he fled from Absalom. Absalom was David's uh, son, and so he's crying out in distress, and he expresses a deep trust in God. And the military terminology throughout this psalm may indicate that it continued to be used in times of warfare. So Psalms, the book of Psalms, contained texts that were not only used, um, not just for public worship, but in practical matters too, for example, in times of war. And so uh, this could have been one of those. And so I, I have set this to music. It's a very short psalm, very simple psalm. And so this will not be an incredibly long podcast. Uh, one thing I enjoy about doing this is um, usually when I do a, pro- a podcast, I prepare uh, the podcast beforehand uh, it with detailed, detailed notes and sometimes even verbatim um, you know, manuscript, what I'm going to say. Uh, with these psalms, what I'm doing is I have notes in my Bible, and I'm just following along, giving you the commentary uh, throughout the psalm. So let me read Psalm 3, and then we'll get into the commentary. So it begins with this in verse 1. O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. 
you will notice as you're reading the book of Psalms that every now and then you come across this term that is written um, towards the end of maybe a verse or a set of verses, this term Selah. And uh, the meaning of the Hebrew word Selah, it's used frequently in the Psalms and it's uncertain what it means. It is likely and most likely that it's probably a musical or liturgical direction. And so it it could have been maybe a moment of silence. It could have been anything, really. It's really uncertain, so I'm not going to try to tell you what it means. We can only speculate. But when you come across that term Selah, more than likely it was some sort of musical or liturgical direction uh, to the reader or to the whoever's using the psalm. So let's break this down. In verse 1, the psalmist David, he says, How many are my foes? Many are rising against me. So the number and the nature of the foes betrays the royal origin of the psalm. The foes of the nation, of the nation of Israel, are also the king's foes. If they oppose Israel... They oppose God in this case. And then you look at verse 3. It says, you are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. It's an expression of encouragement. Often when people are depressed, when they're down, their heads are are lowered. If you've ever seen an athlete, um, maybe they had a, a bad day. Maybe they made a bad play or they lost a game. Often they walk away with their heads down. And so it says, the, the Lord is the lifter of my head. And then there's another reference in verse 4 and it says God answered me from his holy hill. Uh, again, this is a similar to reference to the previous psalm that I covered last week, uh, chapter 2 verse 6, as for me I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. So this is a reference to Zion. God des- designated Zion as a place where his people could approach him through sacrifice. In verse 5, the psalmist says, I lay down and wept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. Every morning when we wake up, that is because of God. He is the giver of breath, and he is the taker of breath. It says, I lay down and slept. And we'll cover Psalm 91 eventually, but this is similar to Psalm 91. The psalmist is able to sleep in the war camp, even though the enemy surrounds him. How many of us in the midst of battle, in the midst of war, in the midst of someone surrounding us and wanting to do harm to us, how many of us would be able to sleep? I can barely sleep at night if my uh, my keys aren't in the right place at night. So think of what we would be if we were what we would do if we were in this kind of distress. The enemies of David surround him and he says, "I slept and I woke up again because God sustains me." And then in verse 7, arise, O Lord. Now, this is obviously a metaphor. God does not sleep. Arise, O Lord. This expression is typical of psalms sung at the beginning of war. And you will see this in many of the psalms. Arise, God. God fights for his people against their flesh and blood enemies. If the Lord is for us, who can be against us? 
And so this psalm, written in a time of distress, uh, distress, expresses David's full faith and trust in the Lord. In the midst of, of war, in the midst of people who literally want to kill him, he says, I lie down, I lay down and I slept, I woke again, because the Lord sustains me. It was not his own strength, it was not his army, it was not uh, the people who protected him, it was God alone. And so David expresses that in Psalm 3. So this was written in a, a time of distress um, in our, to our modern ears, something that resembles something negative like distress or sadness is minor a minor key. And so I have set this psalm in a minor key. Uh, there will probably be other psalms that I set in a minor key. I will probably do many different musical things to these psalms to try to portray the text as well as I can. So uh, so I hope you listen to this recording and it blesses you. Uh, here is Psalm 3. Thank you to, for, for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Subdue